Hi everybody, this is Richie again from Southtown Pain Apps. Uh, this is my third episode of my podcast, I believe. Third or fourth. Um, I'll fix it later in the description if I do get it wrong. But, um, just want to do, just want to cover a couple things that I've been um, pondering with. Um. Well, let me get the, well, a few things out of the way. Um, I was able to snag a... Uh, I can't believe I forgot. Okay. A, a 80th anniversary um, Ultimate Marvel... I mean, Ultimate Captain America from the World War Two that comes with the bicycle motorcycle, which is part of the Rider series, I believe it's called. And um, it's a really nice figure. But, um, the lack of shading and highlights and, uh, you know me, I'm already pondering how to make that bike more to life, seem more, uh, give it that look that it's been actually out there, um, being driven. So I've already started, um, weathering the pouches, um, putting some, some black wash on the, on some of the pouches, and then dry brushing some highlights. I think I'm going to go back and add a little bit more lighter. I like the way it looks right now, but unfortunately the light I'm using kind of makes it look kind of uh, almost dull, almost like if there's no shine. Uh, like essentially, you know, where the sun would hit on certain, if you would be driving out, and you'd have, if you're a motorcyclist and you have pouches and there's certain areas where you normally wear and tear and the sunlight would um, dull the color of the leather seat. So say it's a brown one and like if you, on the edge on top and on the bottom, usually there's more sunlight or lack of sunlight so the colors would be, you know, more lighter in those areas. So I, I, I did that, uh, and then I also was able to get the MCU World War Two, but the um, not the for, not the one that was released when the first Avengers movie came. When the, I mean, the, yeah, the first Avengers movie came out, but the um, one the two pack that comes with the Peggy Carter, I was able to snag a good deal for just the Captain America alone and his. Um, uh, pre, I guess, Captain America suit, because he's wearing the more military gear, and, um, so I was able to get that one. I'm really excited for it. I can't wait to, um, do, dirty him up a little bit, because, I mean, obviously we've seen him, that he, in the movie, he went out to go find his, his team, and stuff like that, and there's, shouldn't be a reason why he should have a really clean suit, if you know what I mean. So, I'll probably be weathering him up a bit, too. Um, I finished a Iron Fist. Gave him more of a, kind of like a vigilante look. He's carrying a gun, a, a um, katana sword, and um, I still have the two fiery effects for his um, fist. I wish I had um, like translucent hands so I can put them on there but um, 
I'm pretty sure that's something that either A probably would be released with a figure that would have a reason to have translucent yellow hands, or if I ever indulge in making them, but um, that's something down the line. So I made that. I had a scrap of project I was doing. It was a kind of like a more, um, it was more of a, I was going to make a Captain America that had more of a, uh, kind of the Demolition Man look, the Scourge figure that came out a couple years ago in a couple waves. So I was trying to combining that, but for whatever reason, the paint wasn't sticking well, so either A, I might have over, uh, not used enough thinner and stuff like that, so I had to scrape that. I had been working so hard on that piece, and the white paint was coming off. And unfortunately, also, the left leg broke by the, um, by what, the waist area. So that messed it all up. So I just got, I was really upset. I had to put that one away. And, um, so I scraped that, but there's, I got a couple more I'm working on. I'm working on a Mandalorian uh, Death Watch uh, trooper, the ones that follow Darth Maul. And I think that's it. Oh, and it, like two Daredevil ones. So uh, one's a. What's essentially the. It's the base is the Netflix body, but I'm adding a. Uh, shrunken Naka um, Daredevil head, which I like the look that it has way much better than the one they gave us for the Netflix Marvel Legend because it does not look anything like the TV version, unlike the Marvel Select, which looked really accurate to the TV show. And I'm working on one that I've entitled uh, One Bad Day Away Daredevil. Which is, um, I really liked in season two of Daredevil. I think it was episode two when he's having a confrontation with Punisher and they're just talking back and forth. And, you know, they're talking about how they deal with justice. And Daredevil is one to believe in the justice system. And Punisher's on the other end of the spectrum. He's like, no, take him out and ask questions later. And it was a beautiful dialogue between between them, and I liked it when uh, Punisher Frank Castle told him that you're just one bad day away from being just like him. And Daredevil was, you know, in denial, but I liked that line so much that I ended up, I'm like, I want to do a Daredevil that um, uh, pretty much went vigilante. He pretty much got tired of the justice system, and so he'll be carrying... Um, pretty good amount of weapons. I'm not giving him a gun because it makes no sense if his him being blind, but more um, weapons that he can carry in his hand, like a baseball bat, a billy club, uh, nunchucks, so just stuff like that. So, um, But I'm waiting on a cast that I ordered of a screaming head daredevil that should fit really perfect for it. And um, outside of that, I've just been modding figures here and there. I'm tired of them. I mean, it's I'm a customizer, but a lot of my figures aren't weathered. They're not, you know, I, I didn't see a reason for them, but I'm like, 
wait a minute, this is what I do. This is how I can show off some of my work on stuff that's already, um, stuff that I didn't have to really do much, but just um, bring out the highlights, you know, which sadly a lot of the figures have good, um, good texture on them. They have good, you know, they, there's detail in them, but you just can't see them because sometimes they over um, use a basic uh, color like a blue, red, green, and you they just, they it's so f dull, the colors, that you can't tell that there's really good detail on some of the stuff. So you kind of have to bring it out by doing some dry brushing or adding some highlights to some of the um, detail and they look really nice so I think I'll figure that in between making a figure which I'll either be kit bashing or or uh, making from scratch that I should do that with some of my other figures just just take them and just weather them up make them I mean I, like I said I just finished doing one comic Captain America World War Two, and there's no way that he should be clean. He should look like he's been in a war. So I weathered up his, um, his, um, added a deep wash to his, um, uniform, to his boots, added a little bit of highlights just on his boots a little bit, but, um, I need to add a little bit more just to bring out the detail in the crevices of the pants and shirts stuff that will make it pop, you know. But um, beyond that, that's all I've been working on. I know that there's, uh, I've been kind of saving because there's a, a toy show here locally in San Diego this upcoming Sunday, which, um, like I said, unfortunately, because of when I'm doing these podcasts, um, the stuff will have already passed. But as I mentioned it last time, it's, I'm doing this to have already a kind of a library ready so that that way if I do um, have a day when I don't have a podcast, I'll have um, some ready to upload. And um, So, I mean, I'd love to have it on a weekly basis, but not always am I available. I mean, my intention is to always be available, but, you know, stuff happens. Stuff always happens with us. We always think we're going to have do this on a weekend and have a day off here and something else happens but that's my scheduling for my podcast so I'll probably maybe when I go there probably take my my recorder here and maybe just do quick um kind of an audio uh broadcast of the thing and I'll be describing and I'll probably take video too and I'll figure that out, how to upload all that later. But um, on to other things. I know that I just finished watching yesterday the SummerSlam, and I was really upset that they gave um, Seth Rollins the belt back. I'm not understanding this um, storyline, where they're going with. Um, by them, I mean the WWE. Because, I mean, they made a big deal of having Lesnar cash in his money in the bank and lose it in less than a month when I know that uh, come October they'll be going competing with AEW because Fox um, apparently um, is going to now be showing the Smackdown show 
So I don't know what's going on. Um, I mean, I know they they traded Roman Reigns over to SmackDown, but um, he's involved in some weird, stupid storyline. So who knows what WWE? I know they're. I know they don't. They say that AEW is not a competition for them, which which they aren't. But I think you know. I think they want to do a little jab at them. But who knows? Who knows how with the way McMahon deals with stuff, what he's thinking, and what overall plan do they have? But I'm really excited again. Like I said before, with for AEW, bunch of newer guys. Hopefully, better storylines or less complicated. You know, like old school days when a feud would consist of maybe three times that they'd fight each other. And along the way, they build up to each match as opposed to now, you know, it's hard to follow these many feuds because they'll fight somebody, and but it's like 60% of it was just them talking. Another 30% of them was just them wrestling, but it was the same. Uh, it almost looked like a carbon copy of the last match. And then they'd have, they'd be on the pay-per-view, and then it'd be the same match, and I don't know. It's just weird. So I miss the old school days of when somebody would fight somebody, but, you know, like, say, it would, it would happen, like, say, it would start, like, say, in uh, Survival Series. And then it would carry over to, like, say, the Royal Rumble would be the next time they'd run into each other or would have another match, and then they'd have their final match to determine who you know who won the feud like at wrestlemania i miss those types of storylines where you didn't have i mean they you can drag it out for months but at least space have a lot of space in between between their feuds and not them fighting all the time or every week on raw or on the monthly pay-per-views it just it kills the storylines so um, like I said, I'm looking forward to AEW. See, seeing what they're gonna bring to the to the table. Um, what other thing was I? I totally forgot now. <laughs> oh my god, this is why I said that I want to do this on the fly, but I know I need to have a couple notes on me. So, uh, also as of this uh, audio, I I should be updating my first ever action figure review on YouTube. I, I know I if I haven't mentioned it before, I do have a YouTube channel, so just go to YouTube and just look for, just type in Southtown Paint Apps and you should be able to find my channel. I should have about eight, seven to eight videos already uploaded, but that's something too that I want, definitely want to um, do more of. But um, I have a plan that I I wanna that I put in put into put into um, I have a plan in motion. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Where I want to do a couple customs. Um, hopefully, uh, make my Instagram page for my for my custom figures. Start uploading them one a week but i want to have a few done so that you know i want to be able to deliver content on a weekly basis to where 
Um, um, it, you know, there, there's a lot of, um, people that post on Instagram and on YouTube, and so you could get lost in the shuffle, you know, a bunch, you know, but I want to be able to have stuff planned out to where, okay, if, if I miss a week, it's not a big deal because I have a video of a, even if I made a, a work in progress or one that I, like I said, mentioned earlier, just weathering and dirtying them up, add that, you know, just, just have things, um, enough in a, in my computer, have them ready so that if I do miss one, it's not a big deal. Um, uh, eventually want to have, um, do some of those videos on YouTube live. Once I, once, um, God willing, I have a, I have a good following of people that want to check out my stuff. Same thing goes for Instagram, just uploading content weekly, you know. I've tried with this YouTube channel, and sometimes I have things ready, and like I said, things happen. Things change. My agenda changes. Stuff that was needed to be done um, comes first. Obviously, my family, my health come first, so even if I was already ready to make a video, I have to cut back and, and you know, take care of things that need to be taken up, so, but it shouldn't be an excuse for not having video or content ready, and also, like I said, it's, it's I needed to also, um, I need to exercise being vocal, not pausing, not thinking, you know, not losing, you know, keeping the flow going, which is what I'm working at really with all the, with the audio portion and eventually the, the video portion of my uh, YouTube channel. Because, I mean, if you, if you check out my YouTube channel, you when you see my first videos, I, I don't know yet how to work the the video software that we have, especially the editing part. So even if I did have a have to pause or you know, I I don't know how to work it well. So I do straight one one shots, which is exciting. It's almost like actually really being live. But um it gets annoying especially if there's if I'm having to think of what I need to say or or pause it since I don't take notes, which again, I said I need to have at least some some bullet points of, okay, this needs to be touched, I mean, spoken of, touch these bases, and then boom, your video's done. But I still lag, but, you know, it'll all change. I know it will. Um, on to other stuff. Um, what else was I gonna <laughs> Again for not having notes, but, um, no biggie, no biggie, I've been, um, also having to stockpile a lot of my, um, equipment, my, uh, for my hobby stuff, um, I'm gonna, uh, eventually, um, try the green, green stuff putty, because I've been using Meliput only, because it's um, the only one that I can find locally at um, Hobby Lobby. But there's like some... Uh, I have pros and cons with it. It's not bad, but it's... Um, 
it's not to my liking, but also um, I'm not a sculptor, so trying to come up with something that I have in my head that, oh, this will look nice to sculpt on a figure and having it um, done on the actual figure are two different things. So I'm not a sculptor, but so I've been contemplating buying some tools that I need or that I will eventually need. My wife sometimes says, well, it's better to have it than when you really need it and you don't have them. But it also helps so that I can, um, I, I mean, I need to practice. I mean, I'm not going to be sculpting a figure from scratch, but at least I can make out or attempt at um, making it look what I'm trying to sculpt to make it look like what's in my head or what it I'm trying to make. So, because I've tried once making little small pouches and forget it. It just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't working and I was just feeling upset because I was, um, I feel like I'm wasting supplies, but that's part of the growth process is you got to go through things. So sometimes a lot of the things I buy are, are sometimes on the lower end of value because I'm like, there's no point in me buying really expensive and really good uh, uh, mixing putty if I can't deal with the quote-unquote cheaper brand and make that look good. So that's my philosophy. And so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Two, I've been picking up a lot of father pieces. I've uh, gotten to know... Uh, someone on Facebook by the name of Hal Jester, who, uh, you know, he's been selling um, arms, legs, heads, accessories for, like, really good prices. And I've already made two purchases from him. My first one was for, like, 30-something dollars. My second one was for a little bit over 40. But, um... It's nice to have a collection of extra pieces. So if I have an idea for a figure, I have pieces I can work with. As opposed to sometimes I'd see a figure and I'd be like, "Oh my God, I want that just for one little thing." Am I really going to pay twenty to twenty-five bucks for an action figure that I'm just going to use one piece from it, whether it be a gun or or something, an accessory that came with it? I'm like, no. So I was fortunate to, to find his Facebook page and I've gotten a, quite a, a bit of inventory from him. My uh, son Jacob also has given me some action figures. He's like, you know, I'm not into legends. That's, you know, he only sticks to certain characters. So he's like, here, you can have this, you can have that. So I've been stockpiling there. And then <clears throat> there's always local vendors here. Um, Benjamin and Eduardo, who who are constantly um, selling at swap meets and toy shows, and they sell a lot of their stuff um, at great prices because their philosophy is that you know we're here to help each other. So um, I know that if I need a certain figure from them, I because I've known them for a while and because I'm good friends with them. They'll sell them to me for, um, they'll t I'll get a nice discount from them. 
so um been blessed with knowing um certain amount of people that I can do that now have a collection of fodder pieces so um that should be um that's um something that I'm really excited to have you know and but I'm trying to branch out into other figures because all I normally well, all I do collect for the most part is just Marvel Legends and some Star Wars ones. But um, there's other companies, there's other action figures, and I'm trying to branch out to where um, I can see, oh, here, this piece could work with this. And that's, I think, the fun part of it. Because sometimes I'll see things and I'm like, okay, this will look nice with on this figure, but I know that proportion-wise or... Um, because the way they're, uh, manufactured, the pieces don't match up. You can't just uh, go from one line of action figures, like say Hasbro and, uh, whatever other company that makes action figures and try to, ma and just put them together. It just doesn't work that way. You need to, um, do a little, um, a little bit of, uh, uh, of Frankensteining, if that's even a word. But um, you got to find a way to make things match and make things work. And I think that's uh, something that I really enjoy. It's a pain in the butt trying to think. Because there was, um, like I said, there was a few figures I was working on. And I spent literally a whole, almost two weeks, just racking my brain trying to put parts together from one figure. And then I think I'm done. And I'm like, okay, this is ready to be prepped and painted. And then I'll find a piece. And I'm like, okay, this will look better with him now. So I I had, I think, uh, the Iron Fist that I just recently made. The base body I had. Just, I just never knew what to do with it. And then I ended up with an Iron Fist figure, which I would have never bought. But because I it was given to me. I ended up making it work, and but it took pieces from different from different lines of action figures, and I really liked the result. So that way, um, like I said, my collection of pieces and loose parts is is adding up, and that's something I'm I'm really excited. It gives me that motivation to because it's like you just can't go walk into a to like a Walmart and buy broken pieces or action figures. I mean, uh, that's what um, the I've 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 enjoyed um, going to the swap meets because then I'll see figures that maybe are really damaged, but if I can see that I can save them somehow and use them, and the best part is they're probably just cheap someone's just trying to sell them off to get rid of them so that they'll give you a bunch of figures for like five bucks and um what they don't know is that to me it's like you know treasure i'm like these, these are pieces that are going to help me out um in my customizing and kit bashing so that's i'm looking forward to that other than that it's been a it's been pretty good. It's been, you know, I've, um, I'm going to be, um, a little bit busy these next 
two weeks um, dealing with my wife's health issues and concerns. So for those of you who are believers, I'd ask for you to pray for my wife. Those who aren't believers, just, you know, have a positive, uh, you know, positive thought. Um, I know, she, I know she'll be good, but like most people, when, you know, you're, comes to your health and it's something unknown, it's, it's a bit scary, but, um, you know, I'm with her all the way. And like I said, I know a, a positive outcome would come from this and, you know, it'll be just like a bad dream once it's over. So beyond that, um, like I said, I'll probably start making more of these pot, uh, podcasts, having them ready, and just uploading them once a week. Hopefully, um, once I have enough, I'll be able to have a pretty good calendar where I can say, okay, this a new episode, new new episode comes out every Friday or whenever, whatever day I decide that I want to make one. I want to get to the point where I make a podcast and upload it that same day. Same thing with my YouTube videos. If I make one, once I'm caught up with a few, you know, film film one, edit it, and then boom, put it up on YouTube. So, so for now, this will be, I guess, episode three or four. After It's sad that I can't remember, but I got to get ready to... Um, make our make my family some dinner so we can sit down and enjoy and um so i'll see you next time on the next uh podcast of the south town pain apps thank you and god bless